podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Well, the last time I interviewed John was last February, believe it or not. Time waits for no man. About this time last year, uh, at your place, your yeah. your son had just put on an incredible performance against Deontay Wilder. Hasn't been in the ring since, John. No, but uh, that's Tyson. That's how he rolls, isn't it? Tyson can fight in the ring or out the ring. Uh, inactivity. It's an issue, a small issue, but it's nothing he hasn't had already. You know, he was out for three and a half years with bad habits, or three years, whatever it was. Lost ten stone and took the WBC title. I know we, it was, it, the result was a draw, but everyone knew he won. And if he can do it after a three-year layoff and abusing himself, you know, and get up like he did in the twelfth round, it shouldn't be a problem for Tyson. A bit of inactivity. It's only been a year in it. Yeah. Before we talk about him, let's talk about your old boy, Tommy Fury. Uh, incredible shape he's in. He's worked hard, Tommy. We've been uh, living together basically uh, twice a day, every day. You know, strict food. You know, he's had the best of trainers at a good camp. He's had over 30 rounds of sparring with quality people. I thank them all very much. You know who you are. And, uh, um, you know, he's not left a stone unturned. He's listened. He's done everything right. And you can tell the shape he's in. He's dedicated. Very professional for a young man of his years. He is. And uh, he had a well deserved £50 Nando's just now. Did you get involved with that? No, because I don't like takeaways, to be honest with you. Okay. You know, you can tell by my ginger and my garlic on my, on my little pot of pills that I'm trying to live as long as I can. I don't do takeaways, to be honest. I only eat out good food, home cook stuff, really. It's just me. So when you're at the hotel, what have you been eating? Pardon? When you're at, when you're at a hotel, etc., what do you eat? What have, I've been eating what I've been eating. Yeah. We fetch food. Well, there's meal preps, our own food. Ah, okay. Yeah. okay. I've had the odd room service, but nothing major. So, Tommy, uh, incredible shape, yeah. and uh, he said that was the best camp he's ever had with yourself. Yeah. Do you have that same feeling? Absolutely. You know, it's gone really well. You know, it's been a happy camp. He's worked hard. You know, we've been injury-free, which you don't suffer with injuries anyway. You know, and uh, we've got off to a, a romping start, you know, and uh, we just hope to capitalise on it Saturday night, which I'm sure we will. You know, he can punch hard, he can box, he listens, he's got good movement, and he's come on in leaps and bounds, you know, and the good sparring he's had has brought it out of him. But you can only learn when it's for real mm. under the lights. But it's a slow learning process for Tommy. You know, we'll step his opposition up when I think it's right. But the kid he's boxing Saturday night. Strong lad. Only would stop once, but in with them all. Wheelie. Oh, a, a wily pro. You know, knows his way around the ring. A tough guy. You know, if we can get a stoppage win over him, it'll be good. You know, it'll be something only one other person's done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's a good op- opponent for where Tommy's at. You said that he's been living with you and dedicating yeah. his life to you. Yeah. I think when he came out of Love Island, the, the mm-hmm. general consensus was, what's Tommy going to do? Is he going to dedicate his life to the sport? Is he going to go elsewhere? Are, have you been impressed by Tommy's attitude towards the sport? Most definitely, because I didn't know which way he was going to go, you know, and I thought, you know, there's easy ways to make a living. And I said to him when he came out of Love Island, what do you want to do? Do you want to carry on boxing or do you want to go a different path? No, he said boxing is what I want to do. I'm born to do it, I love to do it. And if he had to choose between boxing and what he does, he'd choose boxing every time without even thinking about it. It's what we do, isn't it? Take boxing out of our lives, furies, and nothing left, in it? It'd be pretty boring without it, that's all we do. You know, but with me at the back of him, I want nothing out of him, only the best. 
And, you know, if I see him going wrong, I'll tell him. And I can only advise him to my best ability. And if I don't think I'm up to it, I phone somebody else who might be up to it because no one knows everything. And when you're messing with your son at this uh, uh, fledgling level, let's say, we've got to get it right. You know, but I'm knowledgeable enough and I've picked up a lot of experience in my life. So I'm the man he needs around him, nobody else. I'll him his father. Well, everyone tune into BT Sports mm. tomorrow night. Hopefully another impressive display from your son. I'm looking forward to the fight, to be honest with you, because we've had a great camp. And I just want to see the, uh, the spoils of war, really, in the ring, mm. you know. Well, I just spoke to him uh, a few minutes ago mm. and he's sceptical that this fight between his brother and Anthony Joshua will actually happen. How do you view it? It'll happen, but what is going to happen when they say it's going to happen? It's two different things, isn't it? We want the fight. We'd probably fight tomorrow. Tyson's ready now. Tyson's never stopped training. He's been in the best shape of his life for weeks now, you know, and he's uh, tunnel visioned because he wants to prove himself, which he already has, in my mind. He doesn't have to be AJ to prove to me he's the best in the world. He's already done it. He's beat every danger man out there in their own backyard. My son can win abroad, and that's something a lot of people can't do, mm. including AJ. No disrespect, man, but that's the truth. Facts are facts. I think after that Klitschko win, you said that's that. He's hit the, the top of the mountain. Not really, you know, because uh, when he fought Klitschko, he, he had mind, mind problems, mental health issues going into the fight. You know, at one stage, we looked like pulling the fight and calling it off completely, the state of mind he was in, but we knew he wouldn't get another shot. So we thought, well, listen, we'll put it in the act in the lap of God. And God give us the right direction to take the fight. And we've done the right thing, you know, and we got the win. But from there, he went downhill a bit for a few years, as you well known. But these things have to happen to bring us to where we're at today with a two-time lineal WBC champion of the world. What's had every belt there is, including AJ's. You know, which they're not really is. I think they never took him off Tyson. Tyson, to get your belts properly, you got to win them in the ring. You know, which he did. Fair play to AJ. He got them off the the vacant belts because it, the, the board made them vacant, didn't they? First, he lost the IBF three days after getting it. And the rest, he gave himself up because of mental issues. You know, but he'll get them back in the ring. He won them in the ring, he'll get them back in the ring. You know, so there you have that one. Well, I remember speaking to you, uh, as I said, this time last year, and you said that you'll score Joshua, you'll punish him, you'll break his heart. Do you still see it like that? I see him absolutely smashing Joshua to pieces. I fear for him. That's the truth. I'm not saying it because he's my son, but how did he all the, look what he'd done with the most dangerous fighter in the world? He made him look like he couldn't fight. He smashed him round the ring like a child. And Deontay Wilder, up to that point, was the dangerousest man in boxing. AJ didn't want no part of him. We know that, you know, and if he can do that to him in that kind of style, you know, he can do it to anybody. I give it AJ. He's a bigger, stronger man, you know, a 17 and a half stone man, six foot six, wherever he is, a big, strong dude. But Tyson's a big, strong dude too. But the difference is Tyson's got more ability all the way around, you know, and AJ is rightfully number two in the world. You know, I don't see anybody else beating him, only my son. He's a great kid, looks well, earning plenty of money outside the ring. If I was Eddie Ayn, I wouldn't be in a rush to get him beat. Because he's a license to print money, isn't he? He looks well, public love him. You know, he's a nice kid. Why do you want to get him beat? You know, if I had him, I'd be uh, taking my time as much as I could. And I think they're doing that, don't you? <laughs> but do you think they've got to take the fight now? They've got to, haven't they? What, what can you do? 
you either pull up or shut up. If you want to be the best in the world, you've got to fight the best in the world, haven't you? And Tyson's the best in the world. And for everybody, even the AJ fans deep down inside, they know he's not the best until he fights Tyson. You know, and the best man will win. But you know it's going to be my son because he just hasn't got the ability. He hasn't got the all-round ability to beat Tyson. Anybody will know that. Well, ask yourself this question. Yeah, Would AJ have got up in the 12th round? like Tyson did, all out, you spent out, you give your all in the fight, you're in the last minute of a hard fought contest, you get knocked down heavily, you spark out, do you think he could have got up? Do you think AJ could have got up from that? Well there's your answer. Before your son fought Deontay Wilder, how do you think that fight would have gone between Wilder and Joshua? Well. I'm not going to really talk much about Deontay Wilder because from, from his actions after he lost, after he got beat to death, you know, by Tyson and made an absolute fool of, you know, I thought he was most probably the dangerousest man out there, you know, but how can you really say anything about Deontay Wilder when he's performed like he's been performing? All his antics, he's been coming out with all his bullshit to save face. What you've got to do at Deontay Wilder is man up, grow a pair of nuts, son, and then Understand when you've been beat to death and learn from it. You're no good to my son. You never had the bottle for him and I think you never had the heart to fight Tyson. You know, but would I say he would have beat Josh, uh, AJ? No. He wouldn't have done, no. Because I think AJ is ten times more of a man than Deontay Wilder. AJ is worth ten of Deontay Wilder. You know, now that's just my opinion. Not, not because Deontay Wilder has been a bad sport and he's made an absolute ass of his mouth everybody in boxing is laughing at him everybody in the world's laughing at him what he wants is a punch in the mouth properly you know and kicking up and down the United States like a football apart from that on his baby ways keep twerking you better doing that ball but listen AJ would have beat him yeah okay yeah I mean I think some of the comments that you're referring to are the stuff about Mark Breen where <laughs> Mark Breen is a great champion how can you insult a man what's done it you know, and a pedigree like Mark Breland, he was a great man, he saved his life. If somebody saved your life from you getting brain damage or permanently or probably killed, would you want to say that about him? You'd have said, I'm going to up your wages, pal, you've saved my life. He had his skull dented him, for God's sake. What did he want? Did he want to die in there, idiot? They say they do, but they don't. <laughs> they say they want to die in the ring, they want to go on the, out on the shield. Bullshit. They want to die for a boxing match, idiot, when you've got a family. Crackers. We called Mark Breland ungrateful. Terrible. Disgusting. Mark Breland, he's got a job with us anytime he wants it. He's only got to ring the phone. I'm sure there's a place here somewhere along the trough for Mark Breland. Great champion, great trainer, great brain. Saved his life. But he should have done, really. He should have let Tyson kill him altogether. <laughs> he wouldn't have come out of that bullshit then, would you, crapid? <laughs> would, you invite, would you invite Mark Breland into camp, yeah? Would you? I would. He's got that cronk style as well. Listen. I like him, I like what he does, he's a nice fella, you know, he's not in everybody's face, gets on with his business, very professional, you know, but like I say, it's not to me, I can't employ nobody, Tyson's the man, not me, but I like him, I like what he does, I'm sure Tyson thinks like me, father like son, isn't it, that's what it is, if he gives it the heads up, I definitely will, and vice versa, but we're happy with Sugar Lee's doing a great job, but if he wants to come and work with Sugar Lee, can do, mm. <laughs> make Tyson even better. <laughs> What do you think about the fight being in the Middle East, John? Disgraceful. One word. These British people need to get their hand in the pocket and buy this fight. 
You know what's ever wrong with them. They can waste millions and millions and millions of pounds on other crap. You know, but they can't get the biggest fight in history. Two British men, they got to have it abroad because these are too greedy to pay the money. Disgraceful. They want to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Keep paying these footballers. Keep paying them. You know, when there's 10 other men to help them. These two men are going to put their life on the line to entertain so many people. The biggest heavyweight fight in history. Bombs are going to go off. One of them will probably get maimed for life. You know what I'm saying? And these people can't pay for it in this country. Get away. It's a shock order. You know, wants to be in Britain. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's going to be happening. No, it will. The crowds will come back. They'll be back this year. Get this can't go on forever. Would that be your message to the promoters, Eddie, Bob, Frank, get it here? Got to be. But I think it's out of their control, isn't it? You know, because at the end of the day, it's up to the, uh, the one who owns Fort Knox, isn't it, basically? It's the head one's paying, aren't they? You know, I think they just like football better, don't they? And it's not the number one sport in the UK, is it? No. Right, believe me, it's, it's, if it doesn't happen in the UK, travesty. But who am I to talk? I'm a boxing fanatic, aren't I? You've got a point, though. That will be the biggest event since England won the World Cup. Absolutely. 66. And these want to lose it to the Saudis. AJ's not from Saudi Arabia. I'm not from Saudi Arabia. Don't get me wrong. I love the Saudis. Great country. But we're two British people. Let's have it here. Since when has Britain ever stayed the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world? Never. Let's, let's make history have it here, for God's sake. You know, I don't know what's wrong with them. You might ne never get a chance. It's to never happening again. Yeah. It won't happen again, believe me. You'll never see this climax when it happens ever again. There'll be another thousand years before it comes along. If we've got that long left, which I don't think we have. It's true. We're in the end days. Joshua did an interview recently where he says, come see me, I'm the boss, I call all the shots. What do you think about his comment? No, he's not the boss. He's dreaming. Along with his promoters, they're not the boss. No, Tyson's the boss. Tyson Fury, lineal, WBC, heavyweight champion of the world. Don't shit yourself when he goes abroad. Come win abroad. Best man in the world all round to date. You know, get in line, fall in line. Because if he don't pull rank on you, I will. You're number two, mate, not number one. And between number one and number two, there's a gulf at the moment so put that in your pipe and smoke it but he's a great lad I like him I like AJ great for the sport looks well promoters dream you know sponsors dream if I had him I wouldn't want to put him in front of a, a wrecking machine like Tyson yet I want as much money out of AJ as I possibly can make but they can make more outside the ring with him than what they can inside the ring so why do they want to risk him that's why Eddie Earns dragging his heels or Barry Earn who's never dealing with him they're dragging reels for that reason, because they know he can't beat Tyson unless he gets lucky. He's got a puncher's chance. What do you think about the Hearns? Don't know. I know Barry. Man's never done me no harm. He's always been right with me, the father. Don't know the son. He's not like a pup, isn't he? Don't know him. Seems a bit arrogant to me. Like He wants to put it across your knee and BAM! BAM! Up the arse, doesn't he? And crack around the ear hole. That's what he get around me. He messed me about. Cracked up the ear hole <laughs> in a second. Pull rank on them kind of people, me, because I can. Might be a tasty build-up then. It'd be a build-up, I'll tell you what, the build-up better than the fight, because if they come near me, they're a backhander. If they want me to talk to me like that, because I'll stretch him. My long stretch, put him across my knee and spank him like a kid. <laughs> well, I'm sure Eddie will see this. I don't care if he says it or not, it's true. I don't take your bullshit, mate. Sign the document, you've got it in front of you, sign it, because we know where you're coming from. Sign the fucking paper, and I don't swear. Contracts are there, sign it. We're ready to go. Enough said about them. Let's move on.
Let's move on, let's talk about another Brit who's going to be in the mix, uh, Joe Joyce. If he can beat Alexander Usyk, can he do it? Yes, most definitely. And I like Joe. Joe deserves great success. And at some point, there'll be a belt wrapped round Joe Joyce's waist. He's got a lovely family, and if ever a kid deserves success, it's Joe Joyce. And I think he's a good fighter. Well, I know he's a good fighter. Does he beat Usyk? Unless Usyk can box like Muhammad Ali for 12 rounds without getting caught. I don't see him beating Joyce. He never beat Chisora. Old Derek Chisora, my old mate, Tyson's old pal, beat him. Beat Usyk. And never got the decision because he's at the wrong time of his career. Is uh, Derek Chisora. And they're building this other one up. Usyk to be a great, aren't they? He's no great. Good boxer. He's not big enough. 14 stone men can't mess with these men. Get knocked into next week. And Joe Joyce, a big strong man. Can punch hard. He's aggressive and he's awkward. He looks crude. We've had him in the gym, but when you stood in front of him, I know good men who sparred him and they say he's awkward. Engine, phenomenal, strong as two men and can fight all night. So if he couldn't really beat Derek Chisora, what poor old Chiz is at the end of his career, you know, he's long past his best. If he couldn't do any good with him, I don't see him beating Joe Joyce. I mean, it's a good person to ask about Joe Joyce. You've seen him sparse, haven't We've had him in the gym. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I know the lad. A lovely young man. He's what they call a... One, I'd say he was one of the nicest men in boxing. Him along with Derek Chisora. I agree with that. Joe's a lovely fellow. Yeah. He is a lovely man. And I, I wish him all success in the world. And I know he's going to get it. And he had a great win over Daniel Labar. I knew down inside he was, it was too soon for Daniel. Daniel will come again. You know, he's only up up. You know, Joe Joyce. Seasoned man. Big strong man. Balls like King Kong and wanted it more. Have you ever seen someone with an engine like Joe Joyce? Not really, no. Except Tyson, my son. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a fight one day. Yeah, yeah. It probably would be in the future. Yeah. Joe Joyce will give any man problems because of his size, his punch resistance and his will to win. He can keep going. And he's as tough as an old boot him. Tough as an old pit boot, Joe Joyce. Mm. I like the lad, I really do. And you mentioned Daniel Dubois there, he'll come back Of course he will. Young lad, 22 year old, he's doing well up until that bad point. But you know what, in this life, you know, it's like putting a young dog on a march here. It's too much for him. He'll jackbone me. You know, it's nothing to do with him. It's his age, he was a kid. Inexperience, it was too soon. Mm. You know, he's needed another six fights on a lower level. You know, but people get carried away. They believe in the hype. They look good in the gym, they think the world beat us, but what you've got to do is look in the mirror and say, can he really do it? And you've got to be 100% confident yourself. And if there's 1% of 100 that he can't do it, you don't do it. You don't do it. You know, at the end of the day, we only put Tyson in when we thought he could do it, when we, well, we didn't think we knew. You know, that's why he's 30, you know. Because I just look at him, I think, you know what, even back in the day, if we didn't think he was match fit, he wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, it's matching them right and guiding them properly and not being in a rush with them. They just got in a bit of a rush with Daniel Dubai. And it's cost him a defeat, but he's learnt more from it. Mm. He knows now where he's gone wrong. And age will tell, you've got to live to gain experience. You know. What other heavyweights do you like, John? Do you, have you seen much of Philip Hergovic? No. Okay. No. You, what other heavyweights do you like? I've seen them all. You know, they're all what they are, aren't they? Jab one, two, Eastern European style. There's a young man in America at the minute called Gerard. Oh, Gerard, uh, yes, um, Tyson Sparty. Yeah, I think he'll be the next big thing after Tyson's gone. He's really good for a 20-year-old. Tyson rates him, you know. And I was watching bits of clips on YouTube. You know, I, I fancy him to do big stuff, mate. He's only a kid, 20-year-old. 
Jared Anderson, that is. Jared Anderson, that's him, yeah. I like him. Yeah, Tyson yeah. really spoke highly about him as well. Yeah, well, facts are facts, aren't they? Mm. He looks good. John, just before we go, I will ask you about another potential mega fight. Obviously, Canelo fights this Saturday. If he wins, it looks like that fight with Billy Joe Saunders is set. What do you think about that fight? Again, if Billy Joe's on form, it's a Billy Joe Saunders win. Billy Joe at his best can beat any middleweight in the world, you know. And I think Billy Joe can do a Mayweather too on him. He's got that skill, Billy. And Billy will raise his game like Tyson. And he's got the ability to beat any man in the world. He's got that style, awkwardness, a southpaw, you know. Let me tell you now, Canelo won't be jumping up and down to fight Billy Joe Saunders. And if Billy Joe Saunders was active and not inactive, he'd be a great, great fighter. You know, but they can't get work. The lockdown has caused so many good fighters to stay where they are, stagnant. It's like Tyson. Can you imagine what he'd have been like if he had another three fights going into this next one? And like Billy Joe with three fights behind him going into Canelo. I know I'd be having my money if Billy had three fights. Well, I'm going, to put me, I'm going to put my bankroll on Billy anyway. I still think he can beat him. You know, Canelo's a great fighter, but he's got a lot of flaws. You know, and if his team's clever enough to spot him, Billy Joe will beat him. It's attitude in fights, what win fights. Attitude and balls, and Billy's got plenty of it. He comes from that kind of family, you know, the fighting people, and he'll be carrying his pride with him. He'll know what Tyson's done, and he'll want to up there with him, mm. unbeaten, keeping his own. I really think Billy Joe can beat him. I really do, not because he's a fellow traveller, and I'm not biased about Canelo. Canelo's done big things, but when I, I watched it only the other night, Mayweather schooled him, and I mean schooled him, took the piss really, and Billy Joe has got that kind of ability, if he's on, if he's on form that is, and he does things right, I think he can do that to him. Probably not in the way Mayweather did it, but I think he can do somewhat similar and walk away with a victory. But then again, it, it depends where he fights him. Fights him in America, he needs a knockout to get a draw, don't he? Exactly, yeah. You know, that's where it's at, like it was with John T. Wilder, that piece of rubbish. Do you find similarities between Billy Joe and Tyson? Yeah, yeah, I do. Attitude, will to win, desire, pride, ambition, they want it. You know, and I do believe Billy Joe, if he didn't think he could beat Canelo, he wouldn't be taking it because he ain't doing it for the money. The, the, the money don't come into it, these fellas. Good champions, the money's good, but the win's even better for a true champion. You know, Canelo's what he is, but he's never fought a Billy Joe Saunders. Last time he fought somewhat similar, he got beat by Mayweather. Yeah. That's just my opinion. People are disagreeing. Do you think I'm being, being prejudiced because he's a fellow traveller? Canelo. He's a very, 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 very good fighter. But I just think Billy Joe, Southport, awkwardness, you know, I think he can do it. The only thing that will probably mar him a little bit, inactivity. You know, it's way, how he handles it. He's either going to come on form or he isn't. But I think the man who fought David Lemieux that time, if, David, if the man who fought David Lemieux turns up to Canelo, you'll see one hell of a fight. But Billy's got to knock him out. Yeah, that, that fight in Canada, Billy, that was one of the best performances by right away. Yeah, and I do believe even now that uh, Billy is the best middleweight in the world. You know, he's got to get the right people around him, he's got to get the right mindset, and he's got to not leave a stone unturned. He's got to live and breathe the job. If he cuts one corner, he's beat. He's got to do it properly. You know, and if you're not sure about something, get somebody else in. You know, don't just go, don't just go along with it. 
because you think that'll be all right on the night. I'll tell you, it won't be all right on the night. You've got to get it right before you get there on the game plan in place. But I honestly, I'll say it again, my bankroll's going on Billy Joe Saunders. Well, listen, John Fury, appreciate your time on IFL TV as always. Yep. And uh, we look forward to a big night for Tommy Fury tomorrow. Hope so. God willing. BT Sport tuning. Is there anything you'd like to say to the people before we go, John? Yeah, I want to thank everybody who tuned in to watch me speak. And uh, I want to thank everybody who's paid for tickets for these seminars. You know, and every fan I've got out there. I'm not a great Instagram guy because I'm too old and I feel a bit like uh, a bit like an old man trying to be young and on Instagram. I don't want to take pictures of me breakfast. I don't want to take pictures of me going on the toilet. You know, you've just got me, John Fury. Here I am. Like it or loathe it. I'm the truth. Won't hold note back. God bless you all out there. Have a great weekend. John Fury, God bless you as well. Thank you, Mark. Good to see you again. Thank you for your time. See you soon. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.